0: we are so back think fresh podcast everybody
1: gang gang sandwich so good how are you
0: doing today podcasting so good yum 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 (laughs) yum 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 (sighs) i was gonna open with that line and then i hard pivoted at the last second and then you fast followed with it so the synergy Mm -hmm. in the booth today is already on point so glad to be back here with you after our hiatus, Ty and Eric back in the booth. Had to take the summer off to get it right, but we are so back.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. Haters will say it's a hiatus, but I was the one who dropped the
0: boat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Eric fled um, to
1: Europe. I fled to Europe. I wasn't able to record at all because I was day drunk for the entirety of the two weeks that I was away. And um, Ty, I'm just like so happy that I was able, I was able to come back in one piece. Uh, no shout out to Delta. Um, but we are back and we are recording. Mm-hmm. That that red little light is blinking, and I'm mm-hmm. I couldn't be more
0: excited. Mm-hmm. I am so excited to have you back. I know it was probably very nice sitting on the Croatian coastline, sipping a peroni, having the tide lick <laughs> your balls as it swept in. <laughs> Um, but I think it said tie and I was like, uh, I don't know, dude, <laughs> uh, you stayed home. <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> I should run that audio clip back and double check. But, uh, so we don't want to take up the entire episode talking about your excursions, your, your parade throughout <laughs> Europe, but a uh, quick itinerary drop. What did this trip look like to you? That's right. We need to get into more important things
1: like the Travis Scott Egypt concert but until we talk about that um I will mention that I went to London um for a quick stopover hit up Milan went to Venice and then back to Croatia for a week or so um and then I skedaddled my uh toasty little bum bum over here after you know tanning for a
0: week straight Mm -hmm. you are toasted very roasted that's right This is a culinary podcast. So I have to ask you, what was the most delicious or interesting thing you consumed during this trip? Mm.
1: Well, interesting could be interpreted many ways. Um, But two meals immediately come to mind, Thai. One of them was the stingray that I had in Croatia. This was prepared by my family. It's very good. I've had it many times before, but. This is the first time I like Google translated it.
0: <laughs> Wait, you eat stingray many times?
1: Yeah. Yum yum like... so good. <laughs> 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 yummy, <laughs> yummy, yummy. Yeah, it's very, very tasty, Thai. It's uh, it's prepared in like a stew, and um there's like no bones in it. It's like kind of like all cartilage. It's very, it's very yummy, what? yummy in my tummy.
0: Interesting. That's how yeah, that's how I would want it to be, you know, nice and crunchy
1: hmm exactly well you don't consume the cartilage you can kind of like pick it out like a fish um oh, <laughs> oh. but yeah it's kind of so like you- a it's got the it's got the most obscure form factor of any fish it's like when you like cut open a fish you know exactly what you're dealing with no matter what it is mm-hmm. right it's got the spine all the bones come out of the spine and it's got a head and a tail all that stuff you can kind of mm-hmm. throw out this thing is like you're kind of just like digging around almost as if you are you know peeping around for like someone's wedding ring in your sandwich you know what i mean you gotta mm. like really just like feel around and then you know play by play take out the bones right
0: right it's like uh tr- digging through the denim bin at the thrift store mm-hmm, exactly. so are you are you look are you trying to eat <laughs>
1: The, there's the a finger, or the where, there,
0: There's a finger what? in the lettuce bucket, Ty, and you gotta fish it out with your nose. <laughs> oh no. It's like a needle in a haystack. It, are you looking for the ray or the stinger? Like what are you eating? What part of this mm-hmm. like, amorphous fish thing are you actually putting in your mouth?
1: Um you're eating the flapper.
0: The flapper? <laughs> <laughs> the wings? You're just having wings for dinner. Um,
1: the entire fish is kind of like one big flap, <laughs> like a flap <laughs> <pack> in some <laughs> in some circles. So yeah, I guess the entire body of it. I don't know. You could probably buy the stinger itself. That's that's in a different price bracket. I'm guessing there's not much meat there. I'm, I'm I would hypothesize, um, but yeah, I guess the body.
0: <laughs> mm. I'm not. I don't. I'm not really into that. I don't know. It's kind of gross. Oh, okay. I would lose my flappetite. Your flappetite. Well, that's okay, Ty. Um,
1: this next meal, you know, you would also lose your flappetite for. <laughs> um, and this was the meatball slider at the SeaTac Airport Lounge that I want to. <laughs> I have to talk to you about because I encountered it not once but twice on my travels. Two weeks later, flying back to Seattle.
0: See, you went back for round two, the sequel, on a <laughs> meatball slider from the SeaTac Airport Lounge. King, <laughs> hey, don't you know hospitals are expensive in the states? Don't be, don't be playing like
1: uh, that, dude. It, it, I didn't die the first time around, so I decided to go Chris Angel Mind Freak the second time and see if I could run it back. Um, but no, I did not consume it on the second time around. I learned better, but Ty, this was a different lounge entirely, like. There's multiple lounges in the airport and this is an entirely different terminal, but they had the exact same menu, (laughs) like wasabi Mm. peas, (laughs) um, mustard pretzels, like some random like mysterious macaroni dish and then also meatball sliders. And yeah, I got to say on the way there, I consumed about three sliders, two meatballs each.
0: It makes sense that they would copy paste (laughs) the same menu because of economies of scale and the same reason Subway's got the same Mm -hmm. lettuce everywhere. But uh, most people don't frequent
1: the (laughs) SeaTac airport. (laughs) Like, like if you live in Seattle, you probably can't afford to fly anywhere. So Mm -hmm. it's only just for layovers. And it's kind of like the shittiest layover of all time because the airport fucking sucks and the people Mm -hmm. there suck. Um, So (laughs) you're kind of just like, you know, encountering the meatballs once and you never really go to multiple terminals like I do. You're usually in the same terminal. So they didn't think this one
0: through. And the worst part about laying over in SeaTac is that it's so close to Vancouver that you can like see your house while you're landing. You're like, I can see Canada yeah. from here. Just <laughs> take me there. I still have to hang out here for two hours and then to fly another hour home. Exactly.
1: There was, um, we actually uh, oversold the, well, I didn't do it. They oversold the flight by four on the way back. And I realized like <laughs> they were offering like $1,200 to, just take the uh, free nights uh, stay and to take the 7am flight the next day. Mm-hmm. But I was realizing like, you can just drive. You can probably get there faster by taking the money and driving than like mm-hmm. waiting
0: for the fucking plane to take off. <laughs> wow. What a yeah. what a cheeky move to make some money off of airlines.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, dude, they, um, they opened the bid at 800
1: and like two brokies immediately jumped at the opportunity to take $800 um and then within like five seconds he upped it to a thousand and then the two brokies were just sitting there like what the fuck <laughs> they're like are you kidding me
0: wow yeah. i would feel pretty mad too
1: yeah i would have been like uh ah, that's not
0: gonna happen bro i need that 1200 1200 real quick mm-hmm. yeah, you, they need a master class in negotiation or something that's, mm-hmm, that's exactly nasty. spend more time at subway talking to the artist and they'll get there <laughs> exactly um,
1: so yeah, so you... Ty, these meatballs were not good. They were, they looked pretty
0: ghastly. I'm not going to lie. Um, like, how but... are they different than the subway meatballs? <laughs> I'm very familiar with the shape and color and texture and disposition of the subway ball.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Ty, I'll tell you what, they were much sweatier than the, than the subway ones. Mmm, sweaty balls. And were they bigger or smaller? <laughs> They're about the same size. They almost looked identical. However, like they were so sweaty that the sauce wouldn't stick to it. The sauce would just, like, slide down the meatball. You know what I mean? So so when you open the little, like, casket, <laughs> when you open the coffin to the little meatballs, <laughs> you just see, like, a pool of red, like, sauce with, like, mm. bald meatballs in there.
0: <laughs> oh, that's very testicular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not like that.
1: Yeah, dude. Uh, shout out to our sponsor for the episode, Manscaped
0: yeah <laughs> Dude, this, is, this is another flappetizer whose flap i will not be peeling back
1: exactly um but obviously i had to try it for the culture and i gotta say they tasted fine uh, my only real critique was the bread choice now oh. you know this is very critical for a slider right you only have a few options for like small little bread bite type things Mm -hmm. Um, but they used a Hawaiian roll which was way too sweet
0: whoa whoa whoa, what what is a Hawaiian roll
1: I don't know (laughs) I just Mm -hmm. know that it said it was a Hawaiian roll and it looked like a normal bun but when you take a bite out of it it was like it's like made with sugar or something it was like so sweet and like off-putting it was like almost like the bun was made for a dessert but then the meatball was made for lunch you know
0: Mm, mm-hmm i see how that could be uh yeah a bad combination i'd imagine mm-hmm. in, off my head i'm like the only flavors that like i think about from hawaii is like bananas pineapples and coconuts and <laughs> did it have any of those flavors present um, i think really hard <laughs> well to be honest
1: it could have been pineapple because it was very um like a light yellow color it almost looked like a brioche you know a brioche sometimes is like kind of like yellowy yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking or, uh, about. Or actually, no, 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 like a potato bun. You know what I mean? You know, uh, like Shake Shack, mm-hmm. the bun's kind of yellow.
0: Yeah, yeah, it looks like yeah, a. That's what it like looked like.
1: Tennis ball. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just wanted to bat it into <laughs> the next lounge because of how bad it tasted. But <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so Ty. it was all right. Um, but Ty, here's the problem: my flight was delayed by two hours,
0: oh, so no. I'm sitting
1: there drinking like 4 beers at the lounge and having like mm-hmm. meatball slider after meatball slider it was a bad combo
0: <laughs> an infinite slide that is dangerous so <laughs> kind of like a conveyor belt of meatball going down your mouth like how many <laughs> how many orbs of meat did you swallow in the 4 hour window six six you eat six meatballs yeah, because I made three sliders
1: and two balls per slide.
0: Okay, that's that sounds actually like a terrible... bad
1: two C slide remix, but <laughs> that is what happened. And which with every slider, I had a uh,
0: a pint of beer as well to wash it down, right? Because the marinara mm-hmm. is not enough. Exactly, that's not an unreasonable amount of ball, Eric. Because the foot long sub I think is six <laughs> balls.
1: Mm-hmm. Except, Tyler was an embarrassing moment when I like went up to the lounge had a sub or not sub a slider and then left to go to my gate and then came back after five minutes and then had to like
0: check in again to the lounge and i was like i'm back <laughs> <laughs> i don't like the i'm back it's because you do a little like goofy smile and a dance to show like oh, this is yeah. so funny <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i know i tried to walk by them
1: being like oh yeah i just like i'm I'm back right no don't work don't stress um and then she looked at me like oh you have to check in and i was like oh it's me again don't worry <laughs> and she's like oh, she's so
0: like no worries. i've never seen you before in my life <laughs> yeah
1: yeah she was on autopilot the receptionist at the at the <laughs> C-Tac lounge i don't blame her
0: i don't blame her either everyone's a pilot there <laughs> exactly <laughs> so those are my two
1: interesting meals ty and my entire trip
0: i appreciate you opening up your both your mouth and your mind and sharing those with us your heart as well um tell them, I want to hear a little bit more about the excursions of this Euro trip, and then we'll get into some subway talk. But, uh, what, what is it that you did that was so memorable that you're like, I'm I'm going to take that away. I'm going to tell my grandchildren about that moment. <laughs> wow. That's a good question.
1: Um, memorable. Let's see here. I don't know, Ty. I, I barely remember any of the trip. I, I think I drank so much that, um, a non-eastern European would probably go blind. Um, mm-hmm. However, I was able to get through everything unscathed, and I okay.
0: survived. I'm, I'm actually a survivor. I get right. that. And so that, that's totally an understandable reaction. <laughs> I feel like that's like anybody that visits Ibiza f- has the same like outcome. But your case, <laughs> you're tight. hanging out with your Nona.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nona is a drinker. Let's be honest here. Um, but Ty, there was one Uber that I took that is a little bit memorable. I don't know if I tell my grandchildren about this, but, um, we were like ending our night with an Uber home and it was quite a long ride. And, um, I think what caught our Uber driver off guard was the fact that there were two stops on the itinerary, one to mm. drop off my sister and the other to take me back
0: to the hotel. A um, double stop always gets them. It always trips them up. They're like, mm-hmm, where would you exactly? like, Dude, look <laughs> at the map. Yeah, dude, the app. you you're.
1: It's the brief is there. You know, what I mean, you just gotta follow <laughs> the brief. Um, it's really annoying. You would expect drivers to figure that out by now, but, um, basically, obviously, this guy had like some other plans going on in in the night, mm. and he kept getting a call like while driving, and it just said like Mister Terry,
0: and Mister like, Terry.
1: Yeah, I was like, who is this Mr. Terry character? Because he would, like, decline it. And then eventually he answered. And then I think he's, like, some African dude, right? And he's just like, Mr. Terry. (laughs) He's like, how are you, Mr. Terry? How are you? And then he's just like, um, he's like, (laughs) I I couldn't hear what Mr. Terry was saying because it was in his AirPods. But then he just kept assuring him that he was going to come to him, right? He's He's like, don't worry, Mr. Terry. I'm coming. I'm coming to you. And I was just it's like worried for this guy. I was like, oh my god, is this uh maybe he's gotten himself in some kind of sticky situation, right? But then mm-hmm. um he would call back and he'd be like, Mr. Terry, i will be there in 10 minutes. 10 I'm minutes, like, okay. but you got two stops still. I know, I was like thinking about him, Like, there's no fucking way he's getting there in 10 minutes. And uh exactly 10 minutes later, Mr. Terry calls back.
0: No, oh no, yeah. and you're in the backseat, dude. You're going down with this driver.
1: That's right dude. I'm in the back seat and I'm listening to our driver calm Mr. Terry down and he was saying things like Mr. Terry don't worry. 15 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 15 minutes I'll be there. I'll be fully there. Oh and I'm like, no Holy shit. Yeah, and then I just got and then eventually I got out of the Uber and I was like just the rest of the night I was thinking about Mr. Terry. I was like what's going on, man? What are they yeah. doing over there?
0: What How does this narrative end? Was he the guy's biggest cliffhanger ever? His lover, his who knows? I mean, the the most reasonable explanation is that this guy (laughs) moonlights his like side hustle to his main bay a job as an Uber driver is a like a private driver. So perhaps Mr. Terry is a um like a private arrangement that he has set up,
1: right? Terry Cruz is in London and he needs a ride. He needs, to, he needs to get home as well but he's busy ubering me around that's crazy
0: that is crazy it's you, not a private driver a situation priority. though
1: because it was in a prius and like oh yeah if you could afford a private driver you're not hiring a prius yeah that, you're absolutely right that is not the answer it's probably a lover or pimp <laughs> exactly or he was just gonna go clubbing who knows um right yeah this right. was on the way back from our clubbing night so it's possible
0: ty Mm, you were in the clubbing district of London, The mm-hmm, circus. Right. They call it.
1: <laughs> they Pick throw that only? word
0: around a lot in, Lo- in London. Everything's a circus to them. It's a, lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, a bunch of clowns over there. Everything to them is a circus. Clowns, yeah. a bunch of clowns, in jesters. Wow, what a um, interesting trip, Eric. You really, uh, <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> there's some highlights and some lowlights for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, I have to say, Ty, I didn't think about subway once in the entire trip until my very last day where I had walked by a British subway,
0: a subway in the United Kingdom,
1: (laughs) in the United Kingdom. That's right. And what do you know, Ty, the sandwich artists look the exact same as they do here. So you went in and you ordered a footlong? No, Ty. I, no, Teddy, I, (laughs) I walked in there. And I just, like, stood in the middle of the restaurant in the in the line. And I did, like, a panorama video of the entire place. And then just walked out. Oh, damn. So you work for Google Street View. <laughs> yeah, I work for Google Street View. And actually, I work for this podcast. And I had to d- mm-hmm. document it for you. So uh,
0: I really appreciate yeah, uh, your service. So you walk through the doors. The sandwich artist attempts to engage you. You block them out. You point a camera at them say nothing (laughs) scan the room what what do you take in while you're in there like what was noticeably different about how the brits do subway
1: well ty let me tell you not a lot um i think there's just the names of the sandwiches are different really so Mm. and and actually the most different thing is probably the fact that the bmt is included in the subway series menu there's a bmt option a promotion I don't know if it's a promotion, um, but it's the sandwich everyone asked for anyway. They just made it a menu item, finally. Instead of like I, they probably like optimized something with here where like instead of people asking, hey, do you still make this? They just like mm-hmm.
0: include it. They're just like, we'll just give the people what they want here. So you're saying they're exactly. using a little bit of different language though. Does that mean that they refer to a six-inch as like a a wee bun or a foot long as a uh, a Cho- Chody hog, or... I don't know how the Brits <laughs> talk. I know, when I if, I...
1: if only I had ordered, I would have said something like, Oi, bruv, can I get a wee little bun, yeah?
0: wee little bun.
1: Yeah, no, but... Uh, <laughs> they just call it a six-inch sub-tie. I didn't know that they used uh, Imperial there as well. It would be funny if it was, like, 9.7 centimeter <laughs> sub.
0: Yeah, I don't think they use Imperial. They're so far from Imperial that it must feel like I'd more of an american experience than an italian experience for a brit to walk mm. into that subway which is funny because for an american entering it it's probably more of an italian than an american experience
1: Hmm. yeah you're probably right um but yeah footlong tie is the same ish price as here except in pounds which mm. makes it like almost double the price
0: <laughs> damn that's crazy yeah, long prices Yo, footlong prices are getting out of control, Eric. I just saw some Subway sandwich news today that in Nova Scotia, they're selling a footlong sandwich with fresh, fresh Nova Scotian seafood, like lobster and shit and crab, the seafood oh method. But they're they're marketing it as like a fresh East Coast seafood, seafood spread. They're selling mm. it for $39.99 for a footlong. Wait, what? Yeah, dude. Isn't that crazy? That's fucking nuts, up. dude! Holy shit, forty dollars
1: for lunch <laughs> <laughs> at Subway
0: oh. for the same foot long. Like I bet you, this is just the seafood bedley rebranded as like fresh and local. Like, oh, sorry, thirty six ninety nine. Look at this, East Coast mm. style double meat foot long. It's okay to be shellfish, they say. When you <laughs> treat yourself to yes, this dude. thing,
1: dude. What the fuck?
0: That's whack. 700 calories just 20 dollars <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: oh. so i don't i completely believe that there would be a double the price long in the uk mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean let's just like do the math real quick 8.5 british pounds is 15 dollars canadian
0: yeah that's so pretty high
1: it's pretty high dude and uh, you know, with the two point five uh, percent transaction fee, tra- foreign transaction fee, you're you're paying the tip as well.
0: That's crazy. I'm just reading yeah. one comment on this lobster rule that says I would have to work four hours to afford this. <laughs> Shout out to all our minimum wage listeners.
1: Wow, dude! Shout out to our frontline workers. That's crazy. So if you work at Subway, assuming you get like a free sub for lunch, your most um lucrative hour at work is your lunch hour
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think so because you're getting paid (laughs) to eat and probably bringing in the most tips exactly Mm. is that amazing they're paid on commission it would
1: change everything wow yeah dude imagine getting 10 percent of that just Mm on the sale you have four bucks every time that's more than you get in tips
0: it's weird though that they don't actually incentivize commission because like you think about like a car sales any anybody in sales subways they're working in sales those artists and mm-hmm. uh they're they could kind of probably sway the greater patron base to spend more buy buy more or even just like quality of sandwich will affect return visits so there's a lot riding mm-hmm. on that and they should probably have a steak in it a steak and cheese in it <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, you're probably right, but at the same time, like, do we really want to go down that same path of like having the artists be role models? You know what I mean? It's like, or ambassadors even. Subway and ambassadors just don't mesh. Like, That's they true. have a they bad have history. Bad,
0: of that. bad list of ambassadors. You're absolutely <laughs> right. So the. It's not in the artist's interest to be more associated with Subway. You actually need them to be more like gig employees. Like Subway should hire all of their employees. They should just have the DoorDash driver make the sandwich and then carry it out. Like <laughs> that that would be probably the ideal scenario for Subway. <laughs> and, and the employees too. It's just like a empty like grocery store
1: at that point. <laughs> like, yeah. like you walk in or it's like night at the museum like you walk behind the line (laughs) Mm -hmm. you like make your own sub and walk out that's like
0: a it's it's like the amazon go of subway oh yeah 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 Yeah. huh the bulk bin the bulk bin yeah you'd have to go bigger on the bins because you're probably gonna like burn through lettuce a lot faster
1: Mm -hmm. and they'd have to still have like employees because i'm for sure not like topping up the lettuce when i'm done
0: you know <laughs> no no that's not your responsibility dude you got to deliver that footlong that's right dude oh well
1: yeah I mean London in general has like bad food <laughs> mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but nothing means no London that low me. yeah exactly like I was like there's no way that like a whole country just has like mid food but I don't know it's kind of true like it's like hard to find like good food there
0: yeah, it's crazy that they conquered the world to obtain spice and then I don't really know what they did with it. Yeah. Where did it go? <laughs> yeah, they they traded it away, I guess. I don't know. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense. Um I also okay, I since you were away prancing throughout Europe and I had no one to record with, I had many long lonely nights. And one <laughs> of those evenings I went to Subway a lone patron ordered a foot-long sandwich, a veg- veggie patty. And it was, a, it was such a bad sandwich, Eric. It was so bad. Oh, no. It was so bad. It Wait, wasn't was like, this the one you Snapchatted to me? Yeah. It, like, <laughs> fell apart before I even could open it. And oh. it looked like it got ran over by a semi-truck. Like, I opened it up and just, like, it flatlined. <laughs> it like, mm-hmm, literally became mm-hmm. a flat line of long.
1: Nah oh, dude. What's really tragic about this is that like when Subway's good, it's fine. You know, it's whatever. Mm -hmm. But when Subway's bad, it's like someone stabbed you in the heart. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like you're already at a low point going to Subway. You're probably alone. You're probably like, fuck, I wish I could like have a home cooked meal right now. But here I am at Mm -hmm. fucking Subway. And then you Mm -hmm. unwrap this monstrosity and then you're like wow, I never want to come back here again.
0: (laughs) It's like, it's always such a dagger every time. It really is. It hurts so bad. And then you still eat it. And then you feel bad. You put the bad monstrosity in your body. (laughs) You're you're coming home with me. Gobble, gobble. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't want you in me, but I'm going to have to put you in me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want you in me, but I need you in me.
1: Damn. There's very few other professions that, say that exact line
0: (laughs) yeah for sure you gotta do what you gotta do to make ends meet right like business is business Mm -hmm, exactly business is business um
1: i I feel for you ty that's a bad that's a bad evening um Mm -hmm. but you'll never be so down bad that you order the burger king cheese
0: cheeseburger Mm, cheese 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 cheeseburger Mm, cheese yeah so okay so this is like <laughs> burger king thailand i think vietnam Only thailand vietnam? bro we
1: thailand. gotta get our friend uh we gotta get our friend patrick to order one of these things for the for the pod right. we'll send this in $20. thailand right now we'll send him 20 <laughs> canadian to order this mm-hmm. like one dollar burger and yeah, uh so we'll
0: venmo him some bitcoin and get him to take one for the team here. So this is 20 slices of cheese between two <laughs> golden tennis ball buns. Abso- absolutely oh. gift wrapped. In those <laughs> buns. Is this leaning tower mm-hmm. of cheese. It's like when you go to the grocery store, you find the craft single section. You grab a pack mm-hmm. of craft singles, take the plastic wrap off, and then put that whole stack, that, that entire band in mm-hmm. a bun. Is that, mm-hmm. is, is that correct? Is that what we're talking about?
1: That is right. That's exactly right, Ty. And juicy, fat Americans scurry to me <laughs> because <laughs> they love thick cheeseburgers, Ty. And this thing, it's not for the faint of heart, though. Imagine being lactose intolerant and taking a bite out of this. You, would, you might croak. <laughs> <laughs> this,
0: this would be my last meal if I was on death's row, as in... A lactose intolerant individual Be like, yeah, i'm dude. gonna tolerate it right now i gotta have that cheese mm-hmm. I'm, a, little, I'm a little show. mouse
1: yeah dude they'll put you in the electric chair and zap you and then simultaneously it was just like shit everywhere
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. oh you're dying before they even strap you in if you eat that thing absolutely there's so much cheese i can't believe that this is. there's a market for this like is this a attempt at like shock marketing or do you think that there's actually this is in demand beyond the novelty
1: i can't imagine a world where this is in demand um i just i simply can't so i don't know what what like in what world we live in where like shock marketing works with food like do people like that do people want to be shocked by food i don't want to be shocked by food i just want to eat it and feel
0: good and comfortable I do mm, think yummy, people want to be... Sh- <laughs> yum, yum, food tastes so good. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, People do want to be shocked by food, Eric. People need to feel entertained. That's why we got this cheeseburger monstrosity. That's why we got the grimace shake. That's why we got, like, Subway wraps. Like, all of these things are meant to shock <laughs> and scare people. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck.
1: Well, I don't know. The thing with these, like, other foods that you just mentioned is that they presumably are at the very least designed to taste good where it's like there's there's no way where this fucking cheese on cheese on cheese on cheese on cheeseburger is gonna taste good it's like when I look at that that just looks nasty but like the grimace shake I'll have
0: what he's having you know what I mean you want to drink the the uh novel pink beverage you're like oh look at that pink fluid I want I gotta have a sip of that but you don't want to have cheese and bread it's just it's Cheese and bread, Eric. It's just the two essentials of a good sandwich. They just over-indexed yeah, but... on both, and that can't be bad. I want to eat it. I want to bite my teeth into that. That block of cheese. Eat it.
1: You want to eat it because it's the only thing at Burger King you can eat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I do. <laughs> You're not wrong. So,
1: but like when you distill something down to two ingredients, they have to be good ingredients. Like you have to mm-hmm. have like nice cheese with. Okay, maybe the bread will pass because it's just bread. But the cheese has to be good this is like that processed garbage cheese like cheese is already bad here in north america imagine how bad mm-hmm. it is in thailand <laughs> do you think thailand has made anything with cheese ever before
0: this burger <laughs> maybe that's why they put this many slices they just as a country don't really know how to use cheese they don't they don't they, know how to they, use yeah. cheese there's
1: no meal in thailand that incorporates cheese I can't even think of a type of cheese that they would use
0: ever. I can't think of a type of cheese either, actually. That you're thinking about, like, every culture has cheese. Why don't why don't they have cheese?
1: Yeah. How do they, they miss probably, this one? Like, you know when you, like, receive the wrong, like, Amazon package? Like, maybe they just, like, receive, like, a huge shipment of cheese that was meant <laughs> for, like, like Texas.
0: <laughs> right, like... Freaking cheddar, a Boeing 757 with like carrying a bunch of blocks of cheddar, American style, like went down in Thailand.
1: Mm -hmm, Malaysia air went down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So now they're stuck with this like rogue shipment of cheese and then Burger King purchased it for pennies on the dollar Mm -hmm. from the government and was like, hey, let's make some fucking stupid marketing ploy with this and actually sell it. That's what I think happened.
0: Yeah, dude, it, there's probably no other reason this happened is they stumbled. They were literally airdropped us. they <laughs> like, this is going to expire before we can sell this much cheese.
1: Mm-hmm. They were airdropped. It's like you left your Bluetooth on on the plane and someone airdropped you a picture of their cheese.
0: <laughs> Thailand got airdropped the entire cheese block. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, oh, Well,
1: um, we, got, we got to get someone on the ground. <laughs> One of our... Uh, Militia, the Think Fresh mm-hmm. Militia, to mm-hmm. go into the Thailand BK and order one of these, so we can get um, maybe a live reaction.
0: We'll need to get them to film it, and yeah, we'll keep you posted on that. I also want a forty-eight <laughs> hour follow-up after the live reaction. I want to, I want to yeah, know dude. like not just that first bite feeling, but I want to know that first night feeling afterwards. <laughs> That's right. We're going to be doing a week
1: long diary study with mm-hmm. um, with our with our sleeper agent in Thailand. Dude, and, we're going to uh, calling
0: that a diarrhea study.
1: <laughs> oh man, nice one, Ty. Thank you. I thought that was pretty good. It was really good. Um, yeah. What else we got, Ty? We have some other interesting things happening in the rap world.
0: Oh yeah, dude. Um, I gotta <clears> talk <throat> to you about this book. <laughs> um, I've had nothing speaking to of do diaries. since you left for Europe. Yeah, speaking of diaries, I've had nothing to do since you fled to <clears throat> Europe. So I've been re like parsing through the pages of Drake's new poetry book. Mm-hmm. Titles ruin everything. <laughs> Ironically, a stream mm. of Conscious by Aubrey Drake Graham and his longtime ghost writer, Kenza Samir, who, um, excellent. It's very funny that he's now so, celebrating uh, ghost writers.
1: Yeah. It's kind of nice that he finally gave credit to uh, one of his writers. Um, but yeah, so it sounds like while I was at the uh,
0: Missoni room at the Biblos tie, you were at the biblioteca. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. I always lost in the pages of Drake's stream of conscious, which, manifest is about four or five words per page there's so much white space in this little book like this could have all been written <laughs> on one page he could have done the entire book on one piece of paper
1: wow so okay hold on <laughs> hold on so how big is this book like hold it up for me real quick is this is an eight and a half by eleven this is an eight uh, and,
0: no it's like a little bit smaller. Of an eight and a
1: half by eleven what do you call that like an a5 okay so yeah, this could be like a personal size notebook from Muji. Um, mm-hmm. and it's like a six you're, inch. It's a six inch. So basically, um, your teacher was saying like, hey, you need to write a 50 page essay due tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then Drake said, hold my gin spritz. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I'll do a 50 page essay, but
1: I'm going to do one sentence per page.
0: Mm hmm. He's he's the type of, Drake the cup of type of guy to like get by on a technicality, and also enjoy <laughs> enjoy a Hugo <laughs> Spritz with some Saint Germain.
1: Yeah, Drake the the type of guy to not get in trouble in school because of his charm. You know, what I mean, he was able mm-hmm. like, to charm the teacher out of detention. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brilliant. Yeah, dude. He, he made a pass and then got a, a pass. I think so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. So okay. So. What's in this book? Is this like a bunch of IG captions for the thoughts in his life, or are they simple simply thoughts of his?
0: They are thoughts. Yeah, I did. They're thoughts about thoughts. Um they it's they're quite resentful. The entire book (laughs) feels like it is Instagram captions about disliking a particular woman. Um and also most of the haters. So I'll just flip to a few random pages.
1: Like, so you would say it's generally a negative sentiment. It's like
0: Drake is in his like evil era. Yeah, he's he's feeling a little tongue in cheek, and he wants people to know that he doesn't. He's not vibing with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a dog, and he needs to be let out of his kennel. Exactly. This is for all <laughs> the dogs. So, for example, like one sentence I just went to. It says heartbreak as much as hearts break as much as they beat a lesson. I know too well, but hate to teach. Oh yeah. And then in the next, (laughs) why does that one read like a, why
1: do you have to read it like a Dr. Seuss novel? (laughs) Like, like like the way Drake reads it is probably very different from the way you just read it. Like you read it as if like a five-year-old is going to get a kick out of
0: it yeah dude i think this could totally be read at bedtime uh speaking of (laughs) bedtime this page says you were in my dream last night they call that a nightmare right here's the next page i know we all came up broke but i'm the only one who used my tools to fix it we we both came up broke
1: but i'm the only one who used my tools to fix it
0: Mm-hmm. So mm. he's doing a
1: wordplay off of broke. <laughs> <laughs> and what and what tools is he talking about?
0: I think he's talking about his uh, ability. Lyrical ability? Pen. Yeah. Mm. There,
1: there was Does one he... I remember seeing uh, online somewhere that was something about like, I think you're probably flipping to that page right now, Ty, but it's about having special talents and like his talents include a pen and
0: mm-hmm. yours include
1: a bed or something along those lines
0: yes 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 (laughs) i just had that page open let's see if i can find it again my talents Um, involve 12 inches of bread (laughs) and yours involve 12 seconds in bed wow that's really good thank you i can't find it but you basically nailed it Um, (laughs) so i think that is actually his skill is it's about the pen Cause he said another one about like how he's a great writer, but not a great fighter. Oh, okay. So he's, he's not a hunter gatherer type. <laughs> is
1: that what he's trying no. to say?
0: <laughs> he says, Oh, here it is. I, 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 I misused his words. He's a great fighter. I'm a terrible texter, but a great writer hate confrontation, but a great fighter. Mm. There you have it folks. That's right.
1: So he's in his legal bag. He's, he's in a great lawyer. Bag.
0: Mm -hmm. although he doesn't explicitly say that we're reading between the white space
1: that's right ty there's tons of white space for us to fill with our interpretations Mm
0: -hmm. like everyone on the planet i think drake is a uh like he's obviously a food enthusiast probably not a subway enthusiast otherwise there'd be more references to it in this book but he did make a few (laughs) culinary references throughout it i'll throw them your way right now on this page he says your taste in men isn't exactly Michelin star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good? fuck, that's good. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Nice use of the word taste. <clears throat> this one says, "This, this one's, you, you could put this in a subway context. Irony, it costs a lot of money to feel free, which is crazy. Because that's how I feel when I'm getting all those free vegetables. It okay. does.
1: There's an upfront cost, Ty. If you want any of the free vegetables... You got to put a deposit down. Is mm-hmm. So are the vegetables really free?
0: They're not really free. You got to spend money to make tomatoes. Mm-hmm. You got to spend um, your
1: money and you got to spend your sanity at Subway.
0: Mm-hmm. There is a quote about going insane on here that I really liked. He was <laughs> like, oh, where is oh, I should bookmark all of these. Here it is. She suffers from main character syndrome. If you ask me, I told her I'm going crazy. She said, without me. Love that. Oh. On. That one okay, actually gets. okay. This one's sub. This is a good reference to Subway. Those guys are so burnt out, we can smell it from here.
1: Damn, he's actually talking about me on my day job, Ty.
0: Damn. Yeah, podcasting yeah, is uh, it'll it'll tucker you. <laughs> okay, last one for you. This one is the only one with explicit mention of food in the entire book. You're not thugging. You're kidding. One side of beef is not beef. It's chicken. Oh. Honestly, like all that. those lines go harder than I thought. Yeah, they do it Does take, go kind of requires
1: some pondering. Mm-hmm. Ty sent me a, a couple of them via text, and I would agree that they didn't hit as hard on text. On print, they seem
0: to work. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, but yeah, the way you just you know, Doctor Seuss them to me. I agree that they they do knock.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to seussify them a little to take the uh, seriousness off them. And then yeah. you can kind of, like, I guess, like, reflect on them without the, uh, I don't know, expectation that they're supposed to be hard bars. Mm-hmm. I think there's a world, tie. There's
1: a, there's a side quest here where you memorize this entire book. And then you go to a open mic at a, like, slam poetry event. <laughs> and then you just yell the entire book out. <laughs> it would take about four minutes. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty awesome. No one would catch on because no one would actually purchase this except for you.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone else can purchase it. It's <laughs> sold out everywhere.
1: It's sold out, Ty. It's, it's simply incredible. You might have the only copy that was available to purchase because I think all the other ones were just
0: given out. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, a, rare, a select group of people aqu- only acquired this, mm-hmm. this book. But um, yeah, I'll i think you should get a copy i think everyone should have this on there on their coffee table they should have this actually this is a great book to have like by your toilet because of two reasons one short reads for short sessions and two lots of empty white paper if you need it in an emergency (laughs) yeah if you have to rip out a page then you're not missing
1: you're not losing too much content right you're only losing one sentence
0: yeah it's not much like it's actually this would be a great burn book because uh you know, there's not much material that you're really losing. Like, if the library of like, mm-hmm. Alexandria was filled with a million copies of this <laughs> book, we, we would have no problems. <laughs> yeah. You, we, you would lose 15 minutes of reading time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'd make it back.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't matter, Ty, because all of this content is going to be uh, cemented onto Instagram. So it doesn't matter if the books all disappear because it'll be online for everyone to see anyway.
0: Mm-hmm, via mm-hmm, the 100%. caption
1: of you know blue check Instagram girls,
0: yep, or Champagne Poppy himself. Mm-hmm, that's right. Wow. Wow. What Brilliant. else is happening in hip hop? You mentioned that you foreshadowed at the beginning of this episode that uh, Travis Scott was visiting the pyramids of Giza. <laughs>
1: um, I don't think he's visiting, but he is. Uh, I guess you know live streaming the launch of his album um utopia this will be a live concert from the pyramids of giza Ty, this is a big deal
0: interesting he's gonna have fruitopia (coughs) in egypt very Mm -hmm. exciting there's a few reasons
1: why i think this is interesting um first one is i'm pretty sure travis has not been to egypt (laughs) because um This will be his first time, and I think the reason I believe that is because I don't think anyone's gonna be like able to go to the concert there. <laughs> it's like, like logistically, do, does anyone in Egypt even know about Travis Scott?
0: I want to see the yeah, I want to see the um stats on that. like is that where his listener base is? but I don't think he even needs a live audience there. I think it's all about the stream. Like this guy is like, I want to have a concert in. Fortnite. i want to have a concert at the (laughs) pyramid i want to have a concert in fucking astro world or on the moon or wherever the gates of hell i don't care if there's no people there i'm going to put it online that's his that's his mo
1: you're right you're right so maybe this is he's smarter than we think because i truly think the best way to enjoy egypt is through your screen i don't think going there (laughs) is the way to go i think it's all about enjoying it via live stream and then simply clicking close on the tab when you're done probably um, yeah, the dude.
0: best way to enjoy Egypt. But the other thing, Ty, is what? No layover, no extreme heat, no like antiquated mm-hmm. laws around being a woman or minority. <laughs> it's <laughs> Exactly.
1: No no fear of being arrested for like touching the pyramid or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to deal with the scammers who are charging you way too much to, for a camel ride and following you around, things like that. Um mm-hmm. But the other thing that's interesting, Ty, is I'm pretty sure like you either can't do anything with the pyramids or you have to pay a shit ton of money to do something with the pyramids. Mm-hmm. Like You need to like pay the government a lot of money to be able to like host an event like this. What do you mm-hmm. think about that, Ty? Is it worth paying
0: to host a concert? Aren't you, aren't you supposed to be paid to have a concert? Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Um... Travis could have had the exact same concert in the back room of a subway and live stream (laughs) that been been way cheaper and just as
1: interesting Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. Live from the fruitopia uh, drink dispenser.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that is kind of backwards that he's, he's footing the bill for his own show for no people to arrive. Like Mm -hmm. maybe one camel will see it or hear it. (laughs) Exactly.
1: So what are the chances that this happens? Is it going to get canceled? What do you think?
0: I think it's going to get green screened. I think he's not going to leave his like house in Hollywood Hills. He's going to <laughs> set up in the backyard a big ass pyramid green screen and put the the DJ booth out in front of that and then hop on the mic.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I think that makes it can't be that sense. hard
0: to fake, Eric. There's so many photos online. They're they're high def too. They're high def photos.
1: They're high def photos. And no one will be there to verify it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's all good. <laughs> no one's going to say he didn't do it because who's watching? No one's watching. That's right. Everyone's online. Wow. So we've we've cracked it, Ty.
0: Hmm. Maybe that's what utopia is, Eric. It's just a state of mind. It's not that's actually anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. It's unachievable.
1: Whoa. yeah, there's no way that he's like using Egypt as a metaphor for utopia. It's nothing really utopian about that place
0: <laughs> no where would you pick as utopia where do you where do you think the utopia actually is mm. isn't there like a
1: there's like a like a fake like cartoonish island somewhere <laughs> that's that has like a similar name to utopia is there is it like in the middle yeah. of
0: the atlantic something like that wait what is that place called Are you talking about the one with the easter island heads <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but that's also a very good spot you could like replace the easter island heads with like two giant ojas hi-fi speakers
0: <laughs> that's funny Yeah, that would be sick <clears throat> I want to put the speaker in them
1: mm-hmm, exactly you can carve a mouth hole in them and just have like a huge speaker inside a subwoofer oh, oh, <laughs> that would be so cool
0: it's like do not pass <laughs> exactly <laughs> wow
1: Truly a god. Yeah, I don't know Ty. I don't know if I don't know, dude. I'm like so sick of Travis Scott now. I just like, I'm just like so
0: exhausted by everything. Mm-hmm. Is this how? It's because he's he like stopped being a human at some point. He just became a like a um, a corporation. Like he's more of a corporation than any other musician I can think of.
1: Yeah, I just think of him as like a WWE wrestler. <laughs> like, like he's just like a like, uh, a character now you know what i mean mm-hmm. a character that is like an llc he's basically mm-hmm. just john cena
0: llc yeah more or less he's like somehow escape like his Fortnite character is actually a more realistic version of him than his real life character <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like he climbed exactly. out of the computer screen and then uh incorporated <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude,
1: he's just he's actually just an nft <laughs> yeah Yeah. Shit. That's crazy. I don't know. It's just like all the marketing. It just feels like the last time I cared about Travis Scott, I was like, I felt like I was like 12 years old or something. You know what Mm. I mean? It's like when I think about the last time I cared, I just feel so immature. But now it's like when I look at it, I'm like, Oh, a billboard with, like, a briefcase on it. Ooh, what what do the numbers mean? I could care less, dude. Like, your song,
0: you don't have songs. Like, there's no songs.
1: (laughs) Even the songs. Like, what the fuck is this billboard bullshit?
0: This is the thing, is, like, and I feel like he has, like, I think there's an expectation as a musician matures that they should, like, be more vulnerable with their music and, like, tell deeper, better narratives and, like, reflect a whole person and who they are. And I don't think Travis does any of that with his music in at least the last album he launched. It just, I was like, to be honest, I don't know. Like
1: that's probably the best move he's ever made is to not be vulnerable. Like that's that's actually like the last thing I want to see from someone like Travis Scott
0: (laughs) to talk about his woes. (laughs) Like you don't want to hear him try to articulate his feelings.
1: Yeah. Yeah, dude. I want, I don't want like less Travis and more Jacques. (laughs) I want. I want less. I want as little Jacques Webster as possible. All I want is Fair like enough. rage, rage music. But like we're mm-hmm. not even getting that anymore. Like all we have is like like cryptic Instagram posts and then like a brown G wagon.
0: <laughs> That's a really good point. Um, he yeah, it, the narrative doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. What do we do he's about that? He's making Travis, an dude? escape room, dude. He's an escape room manufacturer. He's just trying to escape this
1: twisted metaverse life that we all live in um, mm,
0: the pursuit of <laughs> utopia
1: yeah oh man yeah i don't know man i just i'm just done with it i'm done with all rappers
0: <laughs> <laughs> all of them every single one
1: the only rapper that i care about it anymore is obviously drake and the new the new babyface ray album is good too i like that
0: what about the new young thug any rapper that's actively in court is worth paying attention to
1: i guess so there's there's gonna be like multiple live streams there's only two types of live streams that happen for rappers one is like album release actually there's three album release rolling loud and then Mm -hmm. the streaming of their court (laughs)
0: like the court day (laughs) yeah
1: which one are you two going to
0: (laughs) do uh, none of them, actually. I'm more of an auditory uh, appreciator. That's but right. What, Whatever academics posts, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I get all my news from AC, and uh, I don't need to, you know... With the Johnny Depp court case, the court, what's the, what is it
0: called? Hearing? Depos- Johnny Deposition.
1: Johnny Deposition. I was tuned in live because that was like... You know, mm-hmm. that was like a that was more entertaining than any TV show at the time. But with Thug, I just need the highlights, you know what I mean? Give me the sports center top ten plays of the mm-hmm. of the day, like who fumbled their words, who uh who's representing themselves, things like that. Kind of like the show Jury Duty. Oh yeah, the dude that show slapped. Um <laughs> what, what I, if, I... <laughs> Imagine the show Jury Duty, but it's a young Thug's case. <laughs>
0: Ah, oh, that's such a good idea for season two—is like arrest a rapper and fake the whole thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: It's like, dude, they, pull, oh, they would pull that shit on Gunna, you know?
1: Like, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, dude, Gunna has to be a juror in the YSL case. What a twisted mm-hmm. world we live in.
0: Yeah. Shit. Everything's colliding. This is utopia. Mm-hmm. We are in
1: it. We're actually in utopia the whole time.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of another, it is 20 slices of cheese in a golden bun.
1: We reached, yeah, yeah. We reached utopia with that meal item. Mm -hmm. Um, speaking of a glitch in the matrix tie, Quavo was on a yacht in Miami and apparently his crew robbed the captain. (laughs) Oh, that was a mutiny. Like. They robbed them. <laughs> they robbed the yacht people, I guess. Quavo's like set. Goon. Quavo's goons. goon squad, um, went full Captain Jack Sparrow, no Johnny Depp, and went like full pirate mode and like robbed the
0: his crew. I guess I'm not. I'm not totally sure. <laughs> no, that doesn't make any sense. Why did they need that? Like Quavo's the one with well, the bag on that boat. Well, Ty, this is just
1: rich people problems because think about the last time we ordered a footlong and said, "I want my money back." I think that's what happened, except on on in maritime law.
0: <laughs> mm, so they weren't they weren't enjoying their yacht excursion, and like, damn, this is like a crazy episode of Below Deck. So then they're like, "Give us the money back," and then they get in an altercation at sea, and then they get like white lotus off the end, or like, yeah, h- how did this end?
1: I imagine it happened the same way the Drake video ended, where what's that Drake video where they're on a boat and they get they get robbed by a bunch of baddies? Ah, uh, this thing is from Take Care era. No, dude, that's recent. It's from uh, it's from the uh, honestly, never mind. I think.
0: Oh, sticky. Yeah, it's the sticky music video.
1: No, it's not. It's uh, the sticky was though with the Virgil Me back.
0: Hmm. Wow, you really haven't memorized, hey? Spinboat you. Yes, there you go. The boy spin, in 21. Spin boat you. Spin boat you. Dude, that's got the, the track that has my favorite lyric on it. Oh, no, it doesn't. I'm getting all the songs mixed up at this point. Oh, um, dude, come on. I'm sorry. Okay, <sighs> so Drake's on a boat. He gets robbed by baddies. And then he falls mm-hmm. off and drowns.
1: Mm-hmm. I think something like that, yeah. Um, the baddies were trying to get him to pay for a camel ride. <laughs> a different kind of camel ride. um and yeah he wasn't having it so i guess they shot up the place they spun about him wow and there you go so i don't know ty i don't i really don't know it's hard to decode what happened um but all i know is migos is falling apart in front of our eyes
0: yeah it turns out that takeoff was the anchor um (laughs) (laughs) pun intended so (laughs) <laughs> do you, do you... How, it's like an oxymoron there <laughs> kind of is actually there's a lot to that yeah so do you think um Quav- quavius marshall do you think he sicked his goons on the captain and crew do you think he said like get like get my bands back and <laughs> sent them to do his dirty work or do you think they did it out of <clears throat> loyalty to him like what was what was his involvement in this is he the this mastermind very,
1: yeah this is very interesting because cuevo himself is probably like wow that sucked but whatever let's you know take the pj home it's all good mm-hmm. whereas like the goons are like we didn't even pay for this but we're so mad that we're gonna get our money back for our boy
0: mm-hmm. you know what i mean now that's like, loyalty that's that's, that's true those are the migos <laughs> you want around
1: that exactly <laughs> I think Quavo needs some new amigos because if your friends are acting this way, that's like, that's like a bad look for you. Like who has worse amigos, Quavo or John Morant?
0: <laughs> that's a really good question.
1: <laughs> probably Quavo. Cause if my, yeah, my friends are like waving guns around and robbing the people I'm doing business with, then I don't know how, how like you can continue to survive in this world.
0: Damn dude. Yeah. Quavo's like walking off this boat, sitting in the back of the cop car head in hands thinking like i need some new <laughs> friends i <laughs> have <Yeah. laughs> the worst fucking friends <laughs>
1: wow no kidding wow.
0: they threatened to kill the captain and throw him off the yacht if he turned the boat around interesting oh so, so okay so what hear, happened really uh yeah a strong armed robbery on a yacht people say folks on the boat told the two men got aggressive with the captain. Said the who said the rental time was nearing its conclusion. They didn't even own the boat. Um I didn't know they were broke. So then the men prompted a refund. They're like, if the rental time is ending, give me the money back. And then the mm-hmm. captain said, I'm turning this boat around. They said, no, we want to party longer. So then they threatened to kill the captain and throw him off the yacht. A, a proper mutiny. Mm-hmm. Wow, Very that cool. is insane. Very cool. What a crazy story. What a crazy story. Um
1: Ty, this just reminded me that I hit a cuevo type of lick on a boat on my trip, and I didn't even tell you about. Dude,
0: did you who did you hurt?
1: <laughs> Dude, this was a victimless crime, but I hit a lick and I'm about to tell you about it. Okay, hit me. Um so I had a ferry booked from Venezia to Croatia. Okay. And This boat was scheduled to depart at 5 p.m. Cost an arm and a leg because it's the best way to travel between the two countries, especially Mm -hmm. from those two cities, because it's only like a two, two, three hour boat ride. Um, Yeah, sounds fun, right? Mm -hmm. At about 12 p.m. while I'm browsing some Picassos at the Peggy Guggenheim Museum, um, I get a text saying my ferry was canceled. No further information, right? Just vanished. And so I'll spare you the boring bits, but managed to find a different ferry to a different city. That's like 45 minutes away. So all hope is restored. Right. Mm -hmm. I get my refund for my original boat and I had to book my new one in person at the terminal. Right. So I hop on and they're like, okay, here's your boarding pass and you will pay on arrival. So we can't charge you here. It's a Croatian company. So you have to pay them once you arrive. Like, okay, no mm. problem. On the ferry tie, I keep hearing like announcements like, Hey, uh, John Appleseed, come to the back of the boat to pay your bill. Cause obviously there's other people who were affected by this. They mm-hmm. just keep riffing off names. Mine is never called. And I'm just like really? thinking, like, oh shit, I might have to not have to pay for this. And then eventually they're like, Okay, anyone with an outstanding bill, please come here and pay for it, or Whatever. I d- I never get out of my seat and we land. In Croatia, with a boat, we dock, and then I like hop out of the boat. Not a soul is in front of me. I just like walk away. <laughs> wow, yeah, dude. So I got a refund for my first one, and then I got a free ride in the second one. That's amazing! Congratulations. Yeah, dude, I that... saved a ton of money, and I'm realizing now that I hit a lick. Just like you Kwevo. sure did. Just uh, like that free call, call me
0: takeoff because I just took right off. It's so pink dude there's so many like you, you, your immigration story into croatia is one that many many people currently floating in the mediterranean wish they could have so oh, shit. very blessed no kidding there's literally
1: a boat full of <laughs> refugees somewhere um who are thinking like mm-hmm. wow if only i could sit in a business class seat <laughs> <laughs> on this high-speed ferry
0: <laughs> like he walked off for free damn, damn I, I that's got a free ride. yeah that's the equivalent of um getting all the subway vegetables without the bread <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> that's right
0: it's almost as if like they fucked up my
1: first sandwich refunded me mm-hmm. and then like got me the second one for free and then forgot mm-hmm. to charge
0: me it's the best case scenario. I think the transportation industry just doesn't understand their business models. Like there's not a single transportation agency or industry or channel that like has figured out their pricing model. Like airplanes are so messed up too. Like I took a flight mm-hmm. last time I took a flight to Toronto. It was two hours late and they had to pay me money to take the flight. I made money taking that flight.
1: It doesn't oh, make any dude. sense.
0: It's, it's crazy. It's amazing so wait how did you get paid for this did you complain or what i complained yeah and then they just sent me a, some credit for it and now i get i, I keep covering the flight and then some <laughs> there you go see Time you are
1: traveling for free we might as well be influencers dude i
0: feel like air drake the way i'm flying for free
1: mm-hmm. that's right there's probably a line in there about you know not having to pay to check a bag ever or something <laughs> 59 yeah, bags on the 767 or whatever. What's that line?
0: I can't remember, but I think you nailed it. <laughs> uh, there was very little about air flight, which is wild because he usually raps about it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: no, nothing. Dude, if, you miss, if, if uh, Mr. Terry was waiting for you to come home from Toronto, he'd be very pissed.
0: Because <laughs> I'm running late. <laughs> You're two hours late, man. Where are you?
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry, Mr. Terry. Yeah, dude, who's trying Listen. to bang your
0: line? and You're in the in the air. You're thirty thousand. Dude, I'm in miles. air. I'm in airplane mode, Mister Terry. Is no contact <laughs> yeah. me. Find another ride. <laughs>
1: exactly. Wow, uh, brother. That's all the topics I had. Um, there was probably more to the story on my trip, but
0: we can talk about it as it comes back to me um, in future mm-hmm. episodes for another session this has been a grueling but joyful one hour and six minutes you, <laughs> Grueling. Lord. did it's i say grueling. grueling i meant joyful mm-hmm.
1: i just said joyful uh, growling you know because we're hungry
0: mm-hmm. my stomach is grueling right now mm-hmm. okay brother okay brother
1: okay brother it's time to go fight inflation
0: Yes, uh, I am going to be inflating my stomach with lunchtime (laughs) now because I'm so hungry for a twenty cheese sandwich. Oh wow! I'm probably gonna go drink a bottle of wine. Hell yeah! Okay, well, redhead, thank you for listening. Um, Eric, thank you for joining me. Think fresh, everybody. Ciao.